Okay, so welcome back again, people. Science Explorations on the YouTube channel. So we're back today again with the Science Advancement Podcast Show. And today we're going to be uh, talking about uh, tech advancements. And today we're joined by a new person on the panel. Uh, Winford, welcome to the platform. Thank you. Okay, uh, as usual, Odon is with us again. Uh, so we're going to be discussing about um, tech advancements, you know, advancements of technology, uh, to be specific in our country, and maybe also touch a bit with what's happening outside uh, Zambia. But I would just love to get your thoughts. Maybe I'd love to start with Winford. Winford, what's your take on the advancements of science, the advancements in terms of technology in Zambia? Where do you think we're going? Are we on the right path? Or maybe we need uh, further uh, directions? Um, thanks. Uh, thank you very much for that question. Yeah, when we look at the, the way our young generation is doing when it comes to jets and uh, these other innovation projects, I think uh, our nation is, go is heading towards somewhere at least under uh, technological development and um, even innovation even now when you look at that national level there are these guys who are doing um, bigger things but uh, it all goes back to the purpose of doing all these things so yeah I think the future is bright for scientific advancement in our country yeah. can you please repeat your question I didn't get it Okay, so my question was basically to say, uh, where do you think we are going in terms of uh, tech advancements in Zambia? Are we on the right path? Are we doing the, the right things to, to advance in terms of technology? Uh, I would say we are on the right path, but we are not doing as much as we should be doing. Because if you look at the world today, like everything is just based on technology. Like people have stopped competing on like whatever level. Like people, people, like the world is competing now on technology. What, what are you inventing? What uh, technology application are your country using? Such things. So, like the world is running under technology these days. I think we're on the right path, but we're not doing as much as we should be doing. Like if you look at other countries, they've like they've advanced way more. Like they've left us far away. Like yeah, that's what I would say for today. Okay, I see. Um, <clears throat> maybe just to kickstart our conversation uh, today from where you started, uh, you mentioned things like uh, uh, the they're not really really doing enough. But maybe the question would be, uh, okay, yeah, they may not be doing enough, but who's to blame for for that? Is it that? Uh, these people don't have access to finances or maybe is it that these people are not inspired so maybe just to put on, on, on discussion i want us to discuss this uh, as our first point uh, of, of today's discussion do you think our it developers have access to, to finances i don't know who, who may i don't know who's going to pick this question but uh, i think i'll start i think i'll start that's that takes out Caleb, that takes us back to the education sector. How, how, like, how is it possible for the Ministry of Education to include uh, what is that, like, the computer science, the computer science class in 20, 
20, was it 2016 or 2017? Like uh, in the correct. Like, should be 2016. Just imagine, yeah. yeah, so just imagine all the students that went to school like before 20, like all people competed before 2016. They never had advantages like of touching any computer at school. Like you see where the disadvantage comes, right? So you like you just see like I don't know, you have to learn those things on your own and like Okay, let's say where I am right now. Like, you just find a five-year-old, like a five-year-old, he knows how to operate a computer, like better than a twenty-year-old that side. So, which is not good. So, I don't know if you just look at that gap. So, but the person reaches twenties, like he knows how to program and those like things. So, like that would take us back to the education system. Like, we are not well prepared in those areas. That's what I would say. Winford. Yeah, I agree with him, uh, but for me, I also believe that uh, this is a a two-way blame. We can blame the education system and we can also blame the individual. Like, if you look at this thing, um, nowadays, most of the things we do, whether scientific or something, it, it always leads back to finances. You say, no, the reason why I'm doing this course Let's say, for example, I want to study the mechanical engineering. The reason why I'm doing mechanical engineering is not because I have the passion for mechanical engineering. Yeah. But I'm going to do that course because I feel that when I do that course, I'll be earning more than maybe a particular course. Yeah. So at individual level, that is, uh, that is still uh, leaving our country lacking behind in, uh, um, in technological development. Because if we had people who had the passion for the science, People who want the country, the nation to stand out, like they can do anything just for the nation to be, to be competing with these countries which are doing better under scientific development would have been far, like very far. Then again, when you look at um, on the, uh, the education system, as he has, he has put it, like if you look at the, the materials, first of all, the things we are learning at school, uh, like, you, you try to compare it with what the, the, the information that the troops in our country, those guys who are doing just natural sciences, if you look at the, the number of people doing natural sciences and those who are doing pure, pure sciences, you'll find that the number of people who are doing natural sciences is bigger than the number of people who are doing what natural sciences. So if you look at the, the information that okay. to these guys who are doing natural sciences is, is nothing compared to the information that these guys are getting. Who are, who, like, it's information that retains, grade, uh, grade nines, grade tens are learning in other countries. That's the information they're giving to our people going into university in our country. So if you look yeah. at that, that is a problem on its own. Yeah. We need to be competing at that level with these guys who are doing far much better. At least, even if we don't have the resources, let the education system be standard to what these other guys are also doing. So that at least we can do. Yeah. Like the table can be Okay, yeah, I really much agree with what Winford is saying. You know, when some, something is introduced at a younger age, right, you even get the passion of like, I, I must do it, I must be doing these things. You know, when you start something at a younger age, you, you, like, you have more time to do things. Just imagine like someone's like, I started, like, I just programmed, I started programming just last semester, which is not good. Like, I should have, like, <laughs> just look, right? Hey, uh, Caleb, you find out that you're competing with people, someone who has started programming like at 10, 
Yeah, ten years. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, at ten, the person started programming. Then you are like, I don't know, twenty or something. Waiting, then you start programming. Don't you see the disadvantage that you are having competing with that person? Okay, you know, I agree with uh, what you guys are saying. You know, you are bringing very very solid uh, points, and I, I agree. You know, because I'm a guy who's pursuing computer science, and I've not started doing programming. Like, it's the first time I'm going to introduce to these languages, and I'm trying my level best to to equip myself. But, uh, you know, I think I want to believe that, in as much as, yeah, women don't have, uh, women talk about the education sector and everything, I feel uh, finances are not being invested in the IT uh, department or IT industry. Because if you look at, there are a lot of people who are so passionate about IT. I know young developers, I know. Uh, people that are doing well in the areas of uh, programming, people that can program very well, people that can come up with good applications, people that, that have got startup uh, companies that are trying to advance uh, uh, technology in the country. But I think the problem is with uh, the finances. Maybe these people are not really, really being financed like they should. But again, it all gets back to the education sector, just like you guys have put it. Because what we are being taught in Zambia is just to grasp information, it's about theory. It's about me memorizing that, that, that concept of the tool so that you just pass the, um, the exam, you see. So I think uh, that's where the, the, the problem is when it comes to these things. Yeah, uh, can, I, can, I add on some, can I add on something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other thing is like, except for like finances, like that is, a, I, I think finances is a major problem, right? Let's talk about mindset first. Like when, uh, uh, when people have mindset about technologies and other things, you just find that finances won't be like hard to like remove because people do not have the technology, what do I call it? Technology mindset, I think. Uh, we are still based on like, Hot theories like why you just do things on paper or something like yeah, yeah. we should understand that things have moved now like they should they should like uh what would i say like there's no more use of paper like yeah, if well, you well, find well. Like, like everything these days how how is an university like i don't know ones are still doing the application on like written things like up to now yeah which is, which is not supposed to be the case i agree with you which is, no, not, which, supposed which is not supposed to be the yeah. case like everything is computerized these days i don't know if you get it so if we change the mindset you know like the little you do like you don't change the mindset as if, like you just change everything they can start like okay this year this particular number of students to apply online instead of applying on paper something like that that would be uh, something to look up to, I think so. Yeah, Winford? Yeah, on the issue of finances, I also agree uh, because uh, these guys, like, let's say, people need resources for them to have the material, the right materials to uh, lead the country towards the direction of um, scientific development. Yeah, true. And I think. Uh, Science, like science, I believe that science is the back, backbone of uh, each and every economy. If we have scientists who are working tirelessly to make sure that the country, like the industry, are operating according to the way they are supposed to be operating, it simply means that our nation will be somewhere. But it's like uh, scientists, scientists don't have the passion. Let's say, I won't say in our country only, but in Africa. 
like if we have a great scientist who who has the passion and the uh, who are, who have the passion and the brain to do something great, these guys always leave Africa. Why? Because it's true, like we're not appreciated. Maybe brain brain drain is something that we usually explain in uh, experience in Africa. It's something that we have been experiencing because of because of the same idea of finances. We have you have an idea, a great idea for that matter, but who is going to sponsor the idea? The guys who are coming from abroad are the ones who are still coming to sponsor the idea. And then for them to, to sponsor that, they will give you conditions saying, should come and work in our country. That yeah, simply means we have lost that person and the potential to do something for the nation. True. So maybe they should, they should look at the financial aspect, on the aspect of scientists. What, what, what are the needs that scientists want? Those guys who can develop the country under technology. What are some of the things they need? Sometimes they a little bit financially, like on the aspect of, um, okay, the economy has to support uh, science to some extent because, okay, let me just give an example. Like in Russia, it's like everything that you do is based on technology. Like everything, everything you do. It can be trans- transportation, the way you're moving. Everything you're doing, you're, you're being observed. Like, I think uh, a few weeks ago, they introduced this thing, like, since uh, the breakout of this coronavirus of theirs, what happened is that since uh, these guys, like the the soldiers, they cannot be monitoring everyone. So they decided to launch drones into the streets so that they can be gathering information of those guys who who are breaking the law. When they break the law, what they will do, they will just get your face. Facial recognition is, like, on high... On that level so they will yeah. capture your information send it into the system then the law enforcement will just get the information and, and, and trace you where you, you are then they will enforce the law just like that so it's all about investing in, te- in technology putting in more money into those guys who can develop the science that can work better for the nation to go somewhere okay you know this is something that's very 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 interesting yeah i agree with what you guys have said you know, I think uh, we need to invest in us in the sectors of technology, especially in our country, because I know of startup hubs. I know that hubs, uh, tech hubs that are doing uh, the very best that are, that are trying to advance technology in Zambia. We've got Bongo Hive, we've got uh, Olendo, we've got Zippos, and also uh, Hackers Guild. And I know a lot of people who've been trained from these um, uh, tech hubs. And you know, it's very good that you've got such uh, hubs. And if I don't know if you guys have heard of Silicon, yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of Silicon Valley. It's in the state. This is a home for most of these technological advancements. Uh, Apple, Google. This is, is it's more like a city where where all these uh, companies are situated. So you know, I think if we invest massively in technology, we can really, really uh, be or go to that level in our country, can develop. You look at a lot of sectors, you look at issues of NRCs. NRCs in Zambia is to make lines when you're getting NRCs. When you can easily get NRCs online, you can just put your details. You know, they can put systems where your NRC can just be systematically uh, traced. But you have to have a card when you lost, when, when it gets lost, you have to go back again. There are a lot of things that need to be changed. Applications for buzzers, all these things are supposed to be done online. But it's sad that we're doing these things using um, 
these hard copies, papers. I think we really, really need to invest massively in technology if we're going to go on a different level. Because look at Rwanda. Rwanda is really, really investing in technology and they're doing the very, very best. But maybe before we cut our, our, our podcast today, before we end, I'd love you guys to give your, your last words or encouragement to people that are venturing in the, in the fields of technology, people that have lost hope, people that think the project's only funded by the government. What word would you give to those people uh, before we end our episode today? Yeah, before we end our conversation, I'll just tell those people doing technology, you know, uh, back their home, like, you know, technology is the, like, is the future of the world, man. Like, if you are, if you are in a technological field, you don't have to worry. Like, everything is guaranteed. Like, everything is like, I don't know, we are wiping away all these, I don't know, all the other things or the other memories, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. The paper and everything. I think even, like, even as people uh, talk about the, the climate change, other things. They just want everything to be computerized. And let's, let's just forget about other things and then be based on technologies and advancing these online things, yeah. That's what I would say. They don't have to worry that much. Just believe in themselves and then do the thing. Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay, Winford? Yeah. My words to everyone who is uh, watching and uh, they are trying to venture into uh, a few that can help the nation or help in technological development in our country. My words are, let their, let their passion science, let their passion for technology development, let their passion be the drive, you know, whatever they'll be doing. It should, they shouldn't venture into something because uh, maybe they pay well, but venture into something because you have the passion for it. That is the only way we can develop. Okay, uh, okay, so uh, thank you, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in uh, for today's podcast. I believe we're going to be back again next week. Uh, we're going to continue on this uh, discussion with the tech advancements. Hopefully, we're going to talk about a lot of things that are going to help out uh, people out there and maybe also bring in our own solutions, especially for us who are in these fields of uh, uh, technology. Some of us are doing courses in computer science, IT and cybersecurity, all these courses, I believe are really, really going to be of help. I want to urge everyone who's going to be watching this video, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. It's really, really a useful discussion. Uh, till next time, uh, we're gonna be back next week, uh, continue this uh, discussion, hope you join us again. Thank you very much for tuning in, and don't forget to watch our High School Hub podcast that's going to be on this Friday by Missy Louis Till next time, bye-bye.